Why does losing weight have to come from a place of dissatisfaction? Why can't we love our bodies and lose weight too? Or flip it around, why can't we lose weight and love our bodies at the same time? In today's special bonus episode, I had the privilege of being interviewed by Sonia Janesey, who is the founder and CEO of Fresh Approach Fitness. Sonia has such a special kind of energy that is just so magnetic and infectious. It's funny actually, because I am so not a night person, but we recorded this interview at 8 p.m. at night. And anyone who knows me jokes that I go to bed at like 6.47 p.m., which is not quite totally true, but I go to bed early. So I was a teensy bit worried about whether or not I could bring like my energy to the call. And let me tell you, Sonia made it so easy. It was like our souls just connected right off the bat. And I felt like I was talking to an old friend because we were just so much on the same wavelength that night. So this conversation focuses on the idea of why can't we have both the yes and instead of the either or. When that comes to weight loss, we're talking about loving our bodies while we lose weight rather than waiting until after we reach some number on the scale. We talked about everything from movement to meals to mindset and even money. You actually might be interested to hear my take on how money is a form of receiving that can be a microcosm for all the ways in which we receive or struggle to receive and how that impacts our weight loss efforts. I am so excited to share this special bonus episode with you. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoy and stay tuned at the end to hear about how to learn more about Sonia and where to follow her. And of course, you'll get a wrap up from me with our Confident Body Tiny Action Step for the Week. So you ready to get started? Let's go. Do you ever feel like you know all the diet rules about eat this, but not that, and so you know what to do, but you just have a hard time actually doing it? I'm here to tell you, you are not the problem. Hi, I'm Lizzie. Welcome to the Confident Body Podcast, where we talk about all the mental and emotional parts of weight loss that diets don't tell you. It's time to step past the shame and the guilt from old diets and stop feeling like you're waiting to lose weight in order to fully participate in life. If you're ready to drop the diet mindset and learn what it takes to truly feel happy and confident in your own skin, you're in the right place. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 170. We have a very amazing guest with us today. As you know, this is another heart to heart. Today we have Lizzie with us and Lizzie is a weight loss coach. And the biggest takeaway I'm going to share with you before we even get started, the one thing I want you to think about, no matter what we're talking about is why can't it be both? And just sit with that for a second before we get started. Think about whatever's on your mind. Write it down. Why can't it be both? And just see what answers come up as we go through today's episode together. On that note, Lizzie, please take a few minutes to introduce your beautiful soul to the rest of the world. Oh, Sonia, thank you so much. I'm so thrilled to be here already. We, um, I, I mean, like I told you already, like I feel like we're old friends. Um, and so I'm so grateful for the chance to be here. Um, so my name is Lizzie Merritt. I am a weight loss coach, um, author, podcaster. Um, basically, I help women who know all the things of what to do. They just have a hard time actually doing it. Uh, and But more than that, also, um, a lot of times I, I find that my clients are so frustrated that they're, they find themselves waiting to lose weight in order to participate in life. And they're like, I'm ready 
I'm ready to stop that. I want to be present in my life and I'd love to lose weight and be confident in my own skin. And I'm like, let's go. Let's have both. Just as you said. Why can't it be both? Thank you. Thank you for that beautiful, warm introduction. And and I want to start by saying we have so much in common. And um, I started to dabble on this and then I got sidetracked. That happens sometimes. But heart to hearts, for those that are catching the audio version of this through your favorite listening channel, a heart to heart means we are on YouTube as well. So you can see our contact information in our show notes there. And you can literally be a part of the conversation by adding into the comments so we can go back and forth and and comment with you as those comments appear over time. So the biggest takeaway I want to share right now is Lizzie and myself have a lot of similarities. We're both weight loss coaches. We're both authors. We're both podcasters. We're both females. And we're in a world right now where it's very much doggy dog. You don't see a lot of female co-collaborators. You don't see a lot of females that do parallel work, work together. And this is another way of bringing that synergy together as to why can't it be both? Why can't we join forces and share our views and our personality together to all of you? Because we're not in competition with each other. And too many people have that black and white thinking. Today, we're going to help you see things a little bit differently in so many different ways, but especially when it comes to mindset and weight loss. What would you add to that, Lizzie? I I love the way you, you said that, and it made me think of just sort of the scarcity versus abundance mindset. And, uh, you know, our, our brains are naturally wired to, to default to the you know, negative t- negativity bias, scarcity mindset. Like if you do nothing, that's, that's the way we will default because of, you know, back in the caveman days, the cave gal who was, um, always on the lookout for wait, what's wrong. What, what's different. Is that, is that a tiger over there? She's the one that survived long enough to pass on her genes. So here we are eons later, that's how our brains are default setting. And yet we can proactively choose to live in abundance. It's like, you've got you and me, Sonia, we got two sunflowers standing next to each other and there's enough sunshine for both of us. Yeah. And, and that sunshine from both of us, exactly the way you're putting it, reflects off us. Yeah. So we take it, we absorb it, but it also reflects off us so we can give it to all of you. 100%. And that's what happens when you link arms with the right people. And, and it doesn't matter. And, and I know there are so many people in different channels that are listening to this. And what I mean by channels, like walks of life, maybe you're a budding entrepreneur, maybe you're network marketing, or maybe you're trying to lose weight, but you want to align yourself with the people that speak your language, mm-hmm. to the people that want to link arms with you and do the journey with you and not against you. It's a completely different storyline and dialogue. The language is completely different. Um, so let's start at the beginning. How did your journey begin in terms of your business? What brought you to where you are today? Yeah, thanks for asking. So I was always an athlete and then, um, you know, life happened and two kids and a marriage later and I found myself um, needing to lose weight, joined a mom's fitness group, and uh, a good friend of mine was teaching it. She said, can you teach with me? Because she needed to go on maternity leave and loved it. 
and suddenly found myself in front of the fitness class, but also feeling a massive imposter syndrome because I was like, I don't feel comfortable with my skin or in my skin. And, and who are these women to, who, who, who am I to tell these women how to lose weight? And so, you know, I went on all the diets and exercising twice a day. And I vividly remember sitting at my kitchen table with like the ninth diet book. I was like, this is the one it's going to, I'm going to figure it out. And I was like, I just looked up. I was like, this is crazy. If it's, if, if diet and exercise are not getting me to a place where I feel good about me, then it's got to be more than just diet and exercise. Maybe it's in my head. And I began to realize that weight loss and particularly feeling comfortable in our own skins is so much more about what's between our ears than what's on our plate. And so I went through my own journey of proactively learning to love myself and, and lean into looking at my body as a intelligent creation and a miracle in itself. And like, Oh my gosh, my body and I are partners in this life and we're going to be together for a long time. So like, let's, mm. let's figure out how to be on the same team. Um, and then, um, basically, you know, many years ago, 2013, I was like, I'm going to write a book. And then I instantly said, who would listen to me? And I put that idea away for a long time. And then life paths take us where we are. And, um, in 2021, um, God tapped me on the shoulder and was like, yeah, remember that book? Let's, let's do that. And so I said, okay. And so now I have written a book called you are a miracle, basically helping women, uh, anybody really to lose weight, but also to see themselves as the miracle they already are. And so that you can love yourself while you lose weight instead of waiting until when you lose weight. Awesome. Guys, we are going to be linking Lizzie's book to the show notes. So you'll be able to get a copy for yourself or at least see where you can get a copy and what it looks like. And it's called You Are a Miracle. I I love that. And I loved how you described that because, yes, too many people wait. Too many people wait until they are that shape and size to start to enjoy life. Well, and the dirty little secret is you can you can miserable yourself down the scale to that number. And if you don't have the right mindset and you don't, if you don't figure out how to love yourself on the way down the scale, you're not going to know how to love yourself when you get there. And yeah, the, basically the, the journey is a precursor of the destination. And so if it's a miserable journey, that it's going to be a miserable destination. And so, yeah. Well, and let's talk about that because a lot of people, in my experience, and I've coached thousands of women um, through either my group, one-on-one, even through the personal training and the fitness programs, or even through their weight loss, challenge, weight loss challenges. Gosh, I can't believe it's been more than thousands. And it's hard to wrap your head around that, isn't it? When you just do what you love and you don't count the numbers because you're not a number person. And it's like, reality is 15 years later. Yeah, it's been more than that. So it's, it is about the journey. It is about those moments between point A and point B that make all of the difference. And where do you say most of your clients need to start? Oh, man. Um, so most of my clients think that it's with a diet, it's with what I'm eating or how much I'm exercising. And we can certainly start there. But really, the the, the real journey starts with the, the conversation in your in your head and in your heart. And, um, the whole, like we, the whole, the whole reason why we want to lose weight is not to 
have the scale say a number like that is simply just a number it's it's like a calculator it spits out a number <laughs> the whole reason why we want to lose weight is because we think it will feel help us feel good and so the way to get there is to learn how to talk to yourself in a way that is like i am cultivating the mindset and the heart set the self-compassion to know how set. to love myself no matter what i weigh but also when i get there i will feel amazing about myself just as I feel amazing about myself today. So my mindset and heart set. Have you read the 5am club? I am familiar with it. Yes. Yes. Um, I have read it twice and they talk about heart set and yeah. um, they touch on all of these. Oh, every book I reference, I do put in the show no links, not just the books that you've written or my guests mm-hmm. have written or I've written, but anything that we've referenced. Um, same thing with extra material just to help our our listeners, right? Or our, our followers. Um, so I better write that one down too. Um, and, and I couldn't agree more. They, the action first starts in here. Uh-huh. And would you agree with me that it's about loving yourself where you're at first? hundred percent. Yes. And, and that can be really hard because you know, the whole reason why we want to lose weight is because I don't, don't, I don't love myself where I'm at. I want to be different. And, you know, kind of going back to the theme of why can't it be both? Um, a, a lot of my clients will say, okay, Lizzie, I hear what you're saying. I need to love myself and my body as it is. But if I do that, then it's like giving up. Then I'm just like, well, might as well have all the things and just like, let it, let it go. Sit on the couch. Or I can, you know, whip myself into shape and beat myself up to get myself down the scale. And I'm exaggerating a little bit, but like I can, it's an either or. And I would like to suggest actually, no, there is a way to hold both at the same time. In fact, you need both to have a successful weight loss journey. May I explain that kind of? Yeah. I was going to ask you, walk us through what that looks like, please. Yes. So um, I like to describe it in terms of states and stages. So a state is your emotional state, um, which can change based on your thoughts. So, you know, Sonia, I could ask you, um, can you can you think of something that makes you feel really happy? Is that something you could do my right grandson, now? My grandson. Yes. Um, could I say, Sonia, I want you to imagine standing at the edge of a really tall building and there's no railing. Does that impact your state? Um, yes, of course. Okay. Yeah. So it, yes. 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 Okay. My hands are sweating a little bit as I think about that. Like, ah, my hey. heart, I pause hey. my eyes just for the audio listeners here. My eyes kind of like went like, no, it's not even going to happen. So right. it was part of my mindset. It's not even going to happen. So I don't even need to react to this. Right. But that's not the point. So yes. Yes. I still went into. Yes. So the idea is a state is an emotion that you can you can change moment by moment based on your thoughts. And so the state of feeling love and appreciation and gratitude for your body is something that you can embody anytime based on your thoughts. Now stages is something that is, um, uh, you know, it, it builds on itself from beginner to intermediate to advanced, like it scaffolds. So um, like, for example, a, um, a tennis player, someone who wants to play tennis is not going to say, okay, well, I'm going to go out and play Wimbledon, you know, against uh, Serena Williams and I'm going to be fine. I'm I'm, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to win. That's something that you need to practice and you need to advance through the ranks. Um, And so you're, 
the number on the scale is similar to that. It is a progression. And so you can be in a state of your choosing while not necessarily being at the stage that you would like to advance to. And so you can choose to embody the state of love and appreciation and gratitude for your body while also feeling like I'm at my beginner stage or I'm at my whatever number on the scale stage and I want to shift it to a different stage. You can have both at the same time. And I would definitely argue that the fuel, the mental fuel you use to get you where you're going is going to impact where you get to. And so toxic fuel, mental fuel leads to a toxic destination. So you've got to fuel your journey with, you know, gratitude and proactive appreciation for yourself as you're going through your journey down the scale. Yes. And and I'm going to summarize what you say, and I'm going to use completely different words. And you're going to make sure that I am hitting it a hundred percent on the head. Like I think I am. Um, and it's not just for me to reiterate, to make sure that I'm understanding and to put some of my words, but the more we hear something, it's like mm-hmm. layered learning. Sometimes you can hear something five or six times and all of a sudden click, right? And I don't know about you, but you hear this in many husband and wife relationships. You can say the same thing to your partner a hundred times and a stranger could say it and then click. And it's nothing you do with who says it. It was finally the right delivery at the right time for the person, right? So, but too many people take that personally. And, and that's not at all what, what this is mm-hmm. about. Remember this is about the collaboration and, and so a state, as you'd mentioned, an energy, but a state is actually your current vibration. Mm-hmm. And the higher you vibrate on the law of attraction, the the scale, the energy scale, the easier it is to attract those things. And, and gratitude and happiness, they're near the top. Like they are joy, happiness, being elated, they're at the top. But we don't want to be sitting at the top all of the time because of the law of polarity. We're going to swing like a pirate ship. So we can sit there as much as we can. But if we're sitting there in that state of something that's not necessarily realistic, we're going to sway, which means we're off balance. So you actually want to be a couple of notches down as your happy place, because that way there you're not drifting so far when you're swaying back and forth, because everything you do has an opposite reaction. So in this case, you want to vibrate high to attract more of the good so you can progress through the stages. And as you're progressing through the stages, it's a matter of accepting where you're at in your journey all the time. Because you don't witness that transformation. It just happens. Did I hit it? Yeah. And actually, so I love the law of attraction. I'm absolutely into vibrations and everything as well. And I'm also into brain science. I heard on one of your other heart to hearts, the Joe Dispenza and stuff, um, one thing I learned recently about that I, I knew intuitively about like, you've got to celebrate small wins along the way. I heard the neuroscience that explains why this is important. So, so many of us say like, I want to lose weight and the goal weight is fill in the blank number and I'll be happy when I lose weight. And so we put that dopamine, that good feeling on the other side of the finish line, but in the brain, the, the neurotransmitter of effort is epinephrine. And as, as the more effort we put in, the higher epinephrine gets. And there is a literal uh, term for what's called the quitting effect, 
when epinephrine gets too high, the brain is like, I'm out. This is done. There's no point. I can't win. Goodbye. I'm done. But the amazing thing is when dopamine is also present with epinephrine, epinephrine, excuse me, the brain can tolerate higher levels of epinephrine. So what that means is as you're going along and you know, you're doing your meal plan and you're like, I did great for four days and then I blew it on the fifth day. And you're like, well, the whole week was just a mess. No, it is so, 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 so important for you to give yourself credit for that, those four days that you did great because that brings in that dopamine that allows you to tolerate more epinephrine. And so you can keep going to finally get to the over the rainbow number. It basically helps you continue to put in effort along the way. So giving yourself credit is not just a nice to have. It's not cute. It is a must in order to keep your journey going. So again, I, I'm going to expand on this because I, I find this passionate and I don't even know if you know that my Facebook group, my public Facebook group that's available to everybody absolutely for free is called Celebrate Everything. Yes. yes. I did not know that, but I love it. Yes, it is. And we talk about and on Friday. So for those that are in this group or following along, and most of these videos are on YouTube as well, but we talk about motivational Monday, transformation Tuesday, wellness Wednesday, thankful Thursday, and check-in Friday. And on check-in Friday, we recap our wins for the week. And how were your wins in the areas of meals, movement, mindset, and your relationship with money? And folks, this is your wins. And the thing about your wins is every chance is a choice to make a better decision. It's not every day just because it's not every month. It's not every week. It's every chance is a choice. So if you break your day up into quarters, if you break your day up into thirds, think of it as football. Every American loves football. So think of this as football. Just because you blow the first quarter, it doesn't mean you're out of the game. It means you pick yourself back up. So there are so many different techniques when working with a weight loss coach, and it doesn't matter who you are. Lizzie's going to have completely different techniques than I am. Um, I'm going to have completely different techniques and a different coach. And we're not even talking about how we physically get you through the program, whether it's calories in, calories out, whether it's macros, whether it's paleo, whether it's keto. It, it, we're not even getting into that right now. This has predominantly been mindset. But the whole point is you want to find the people that you vibe with, get into that space and that arena with them, grow with them to prove so they can prove their, their weight and salt, if you would. And from there, see what works for you. But know that the right coach, the right inspiration is going to help you understand that it's every choice at a time. You're not blowing it by missing the first quarter. You are not blowing it by enjoying Easter dinner. Or I was I was on a client visit today and she gave me an Easter egg. And I ate it, right? Middle of the morning before I even had my coffee. And it was like one of those Cadbury filled Easter eggs. And because I've been feeling good, vibrating high, making smart choices, because I want to be, that chocolate felt uber sweet. I'm not attracted to that in this particular moment right now. I ate it, but I noticed it. But that's up to you to be at that spot. I wasn't there a month ago necessarily or six months ago or six years ago. 
Actually, I probably was, but that's not my point. We all go through periods, just like football. We have good days and bad days and good games and bad games and good quarters and bad quarters. And and I am talking football for a reason because our um our my stepson, so my husband's youngest, is actually in New Jersey on a football scholarship, and he's only in high school and he's rocking it. And we're we're in Canada, just so you know, and, and you're in the States, and so you can understand. I saw the look on your face, how that's big. Um yeah. to have like that's big. Um at an mm-hmm. Ivy League prep school in New Jersey. So um and doing well for himself. So football's huge. And it's an analogy we we can't give up. We need to treat our goals, especially our weight loss goals. And I'm gonna ask you this, but especially our weight loss goals with that same level of respect, but it's bigger than respect because this is your vessel. This is what provides you life. And when you fuel it properly, when you fuel it properly with your mind, with your nutrition, it changes everything. So why do you think most people give up on the first quarter? Gosh, lots of reasons. Um, I'm going to focus on two. So I, one of the reasons why I think that people give up on the first quarter is because we, um, I, I once had a boss who told me this, which, you know, sometimes like a sentence hits you like smack between the, the eyes and you're like, that's so obvious. Why didn't I think of that? He said, disappointment happens when expectations and reality don't line up. And I think that proves true in weight loss because our expectations are a lot of times, like not even something that we clearly articulate to ourselves, but we're like, I'm going to like, after two weeks, I should see some progress on the scale. Like I should, I mean, I won't have lost 10 pounds of course, but like, I should see something. And by after two weeks, if it's only a half pound down, you're like, what am I doing wrong? And expectations and reality are not lining up. And so we get frustrated and we get disappointed and we want to quit. And there's, there's a whole lot we can go into in terms of like expectations in terms of how fast weight loss should, should quote unquote happen. But I would suggest the weight, the scale is a result and results happen after a series of actions. And so you're not always necessarily in control of the result. The scale, by the way, measures your gravitational pull against the earth which can be influenced by all kinds of things, whether it's your hormones, whether you bumped your knee on something when you have some swelling in your knee. Um, did you have sushi last night with some soy sauce and so it was really salty? I was going to say that. Yeah. Yeah. So the scale can measure all kinds of things that don't necessarily indicate I was good or I was bad. Like, you know, and so we let the scale get into our head and I would say, let's the scale is a useful tool in your weight loss, weight loss toolbox, but it's a blunt instrument. Let's instead focus on the very tangible actions you're taking and measure your success based on that. Um, so reason number one, why I feel like people quit is because expectations and reality don't line up. And so we get frustrated with our progress. Speaking of which progress. So going to number reason number two, progress is what fuels our motivation and So you've got to give yourself the best chance to feel good about your progress, which is why instead of measuring your progress based on what the scale says, measure your progress based on the tangible actions that are within your control. How many glasses of water did I drink today? You know, that's within your control. Did I, you know, 
Um, did I stop eat? I, you know, my goal was to stop eating by nine o'clock three times this week. Did I do that? Yes, no. Why not? And so like, and there's all kinds of different ways, you know, things that you could be measuring your progress on. Give us two more. I'm going to give them a list of four. Give us, no, I'm going to give more. them a list sure. of, yeah, give us two, give them two more pointers. Cause I like that tangible actions that you can take hundred percent and time, but I want these from your words. Um, so, um, uh, did I, did you plan out what your meals were going to be today? Um, let's go with particularly dinner, you know, in the morning, did you plan out what dinner is going to be? Um, my goal was to plan dinner four nights this week. Um, yes, no. Did I do it? Um, did I have a backup plan? Um, another action could be, uh, you know, exercise. Uh, my goal was to walk to the mailbox and back five times this week. Yes, no. Did I do it? Maybe I walked 10 minutes. That's great. But my goal was to get to the mailbox. Check. And so like make the goal really small for like lower your expectations in terms of perfection and increase your expectations in terms of consistency. So be imperfect consistently. I love that. Okay. That should have been the title, but I like the other one too. So, um, So be imperfect consistently. Love it. Um, and I'm going to add one more. So I asked yeah. you to give the four tangibles and I'm going to add one tangible. Love it. Did you journal? Wow. Okay. We tend to be, the majority of us, emotional eaters. Good days, bad days, ugly days, great days, gray days, you name it. We tend to celebrate with food. Food mm -hmm. is a big part of our lives. Journaling. And I've done an amazing analogy on this when, when I talk about journaling and, and an all-you-can-eat buffet and the parallel to that. And it's up, it's in one of my first 10 episodes. I need to identify which one it is. But I'm I'm thinking episode two, three, it doesn't matter. First 10, it's in there. Um, and you're going to want to circle back to listen to that, but did you journal? Did you release your thoughts from today? So you're starting fresh tomorrow. Sonia, can I tell you a secret? Yeah. I have a note in my phone. I don't have my phone with me because I was afraid it was going to ring while we're talking. But if I did, I would tell you, I would show you that there's a, like in the notepads app, there's a note that's labeled note. Because it has all of my shameful thoughts, all of my journal of just like brain dump. And I'm so embarrassed by them that I didn't want anyone to ever see them. So I just enabled it note. But yeah, you got to get your stuff out of your head into somewhere else. Yep. And I will, I will link the show note, um, the link to the podcast in the show notes. Um, I'm not sure. Somewhere between one and 10. I know it was yeah. one of my very first ones, but this this part is important and there's something else that you just highlighted lucy that's super important um and that is the shame that comes with it shame. especially as coaches and we don't know where these episodes are going to land yes they're publicly um, available on youtube but you were just got through telling me even off camera and on the show that you have binge listened to a couple of them so i'm sure my other podcasters had no idea who would be listening to this and so you don't know where it's going to go and, and I do work with a lot of coaches in terms of on the show and 
one way or another. And it doesn't matter who you are. It goes back to the, why can't we have both? Have you ever been in a situation, Lizzie, where people have commented, well, you sh- you're a coach, you shouldn't eat that. Mm. No one's ever said that to my face, but I've certainly oh. said it. I've said it in my head. I've said it to myself. Oh, oh. so I have had people say to me, do you think you should be eating that? You're a coach or they're watching every single thing that you do because they are. Yeah. And that comes with knowing who you are and knowing what value you give and understanding that you're allowed to have those days. And that comes with the journaling piece and that comes with the progress piece. Because that's every stage is different. Yeah. And I would say, you know, one of the things that I was just recently saying on my podcast was, of course, we doubt ourselves. I doubt myself several times a day, but it's that, that recognizing that, oh, this is, this is the part of the day where I say like, of course you can't do this. And I'm like, okay. And then I grab onto that thought and say, what would be a better choice? What would be a better way? What's going to be something that feels empowering versus that old yucky, shameful story. That's like, of course I can't do it. Do you have a name for your voice, your inner critic, your paradigm? Um, yes. Um, I, the inner critic is really loud and unfiltered at three in the morning. So um, I've named her the 3 a.m. voice. And so um, that's <laughs> over time helped me get back to sleep when I'm like rah, 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 at three in the morning. I'm like, oh, it's just you. 3 a.m. voice. All right. Like, just just relax for a minute. I'm going to go back to sleep and we can talk in the morning. And um, and then we have a much more rational conversation throughout the day. But three in the morning, she is just loud and proud. Okay. So you're, you're going to hear this from both of us, folks. I'm going to share my girl's name. Okay, and and mine comes with a story because I'm a storyteller. Um, Who here has ever listened to or watched, I guess, watched Little House on the Prairie? Yeah, right? Me too. And we all know who Laura Ingalls is, like the star of the show. But do you remember the name of her cousin? The Troublemaker. Never nice. Very mean. Negative Nelly. That was literally her name? Her name was Nellie, Nellie Olson. <laughs> so my paradigm, her name is negative Nellie. And we have quite the dialogue, but she hasn't visited in quite a while. And But the advantage, and, and this is some of the mindset tips that you're going to get from the right life coach. It's not just about calories in, calories out, or how much you can exercise or how much you can, quote unquote, starve yourself to reach that goal. We didn't talk about any of those things today. The right coach is going to teach you how to deal with the thoughts between your ears to help you make better choices. And when you can identify the voice that's not serving you by calling her the 3 a.m. voice or or in my case, negative Nelly, you can say negative Nelly. Thank you. You are Mm -hmm. trying to keep me safe. You're trying to keep me comfortable. Thank you for showing up and doing your job. But I don't need you right now. You can go away. And then if she doesn't listen, you can tell her to do other things. (laughs) Sonia, I think I, I, one of the things that's been so um, transformative for me in recognizing that the voices, voices, you know, the, the, the negative voices in our head is I I've had a kind of a a journey and evolution of my relationship with the voices in my head. Like first it was like, I believe everything, everything I think, of course it's true. 
Of course it's and true. And I have a little bit of di distance. I'm like, oh, the 3 a.m. voice, like, you know, get out in, in a, almost an antagonistic relationship. And I'm, I'm growing into a relationship of like, oh, God, sweetie, thank you so much for being here. I know you're just trying to help me. It's okay. Just, and, and, and having almost a partnership I'm getting there like again, but yeah, it's, it's, it's more of a, that voice is just trying to help. And so if you can see it from a perspective of protection and, oh, you're just trying to do your job. Let's see if we can channel that energy into something more constructive. And that's it. Like if we go back to the very beginning of this conversation, very, very beginning about co-collaborating and about linking arms. Our inner voice isn't used to that. So that is the first person we want to link arms with. Beautiful. Yeah. Right. All right. We can talk. We can clearly talk all I the know. time. And I get excited and neither one of us fell asleep. And here's the, <laughs> thing. Here, here's the thing. I want to summarize um, what's next. So let's talk about, let's share with our audience, you know, the, the four pillars and lately, and I've got a great analogy that I want to share before we tap into this. Really wish I put something on this chair, but um, <laughs> um, okay. We're going to talk about these four pillars that I talk about every single time on these episodes with all of my guests. And and I know you're going to love what Lizzie has to say. And I mean, it's going to be a surprise to me, but I can already tell you that you're going to love what she has to say. And I do encourage you to go back and listen to what other professionals have said about their four pillars. But before we even go there, I live in a small town of 40,000 people and born and raised here, moved away for 20 years and came back. And I've always loved elephants because in the small town where I live, Jumbo the elephant ran away from the circus and got hit by a train and died here. So we have like on the train tracks that I used to walk as a kid, as I was walking to the pool to go swimming, um, there was like a monument of literally where he got killed. And then we've got a big, big, big realistic monument of Jumbo, which was actually a baby elephant, but of Jumbo in our town, okay, in our city. So let's now talk about, so now we know why the elephant is important. So now let's put it all together. So when you think of an elephant, think of the four legs, okay? One, two, three, four. Could you even wrap your arms around those legs, do you think? Like, I've never seen an elephant, or I don't recall if I have, but I don't think I could. Like, I think they're pretty big, right? They're pretty big and sturdy. Yeah. What do you think it would take to knock down an elephant? A train? <laughs> okay. Let's. I didn't even clue in on that. <laughs> that didn't even cross my mind, but let's think of that, that force, that power, and that is probably one of the most incredible pieces of force and power in the world is that a locomotive, right? It would take that kind of power to knock somebody down if they build their four pillars of their life the way, to, the way they do those trunks of a tree. Meals, movement, mindset, your relationship with money. You give each one of those legs your foundation, that much strength, nothing will knock you down but a locomotive. Make sense? Love it. Let's hear let's hear yours. Start with us with meals. Tell us a little bit about your particular 
I don't want to say your relationship with food necessarily, but walk us through like meals to you and I'm leaving it open, whatever it is. Absolutely. So I would say if, if somebody said, Lizzie, um, I just give me your top two pieces of weight loss advice. One of them would be meal planning. The other one would be how you talk to yourself matters so much more than what you put on your plate. But meal planning is like the meta skill. It's like the domino that makes everything else so much easier because what you're doing is you're taking away the decision-making later in the day when you're tired and decisions take up energy, take up willpower. And so if you've decided ahead of time, you know what, I'm going to do my future self a favor and I'm going to decide that lunch is XYZ and dinner is ABC and that's that, that it just, it just makes life easier. Now you may say a couple things, you know, that may work for you, Lizzie, but, um, my life is unpredictable or I like to have a little spontaneity or sometimes I don't want to go with my plan. Totally understood. What I would say is there are definitely ways to meal plan and still have spontaneity. You can work around that. But in terms of the, like, I made a plan and I don't want to stick to it. Great. The goal is not necessarily to follow your plan 100% of the time and get an A plus because we're all perfectionists at heart. I see you out there trying to get your A plus. Yeah. Yeah. That sticker. <laughs> right. No. When, and because when we don't get the A plus, then we're like, well, I might as well just, I might as well just quit. And I say, no, actually, what if the goal was to, to make a plan, follow your plan 30% of the time, and then when you decide my plan stinks, why did I ever think I wanted this? That is a gorgeous, beautiful moment to get curious and be like, what's going on? What is happening that my earlier brain thought that whatever I planned was a good idea, but now I don't. What's happened between now and then? Did I have like a trouble at work? Did I have a stressful day? Am I just tired? Am I bored? Oh my gosh, boredom. Boredom. Boredom is an emotion, folks. It's the biggest one that we get all the time. And they're like, right. I'm not an emotional eater. I'm just bored. Boredom is an emotion. You just don't know how to handle it. Yep. So I would say meal planning is amazing. And don't aim for the A plus, aim for the C minus and get super curious about the times when you don't want to follow your plan. There is so much gold and wisdom to be mined in those moments. So that's my relationship with meals. Okay. Okay. And how about movement? Walk us through your personal life and movement. Uh, movement is such a beautiful way to um, take care of your body. And I would say don't move with the goal of losing weight. Um, the best kind of exercise for weight loss is the kind that you enjoy. Yes. And, yes. and exercise because you actually like it because it makes you feel good. Exercising to lose weight is um, a lot of energy expenditure that's not necessarily making you feel good. So when you exercise, can I tell a quick story? Yes, please. So um, my husband was in the military and there was a time when he was deployed and you know, kids were little, I had a full-time job. Um, so I would get up in the morning and work. Then I would get the kids up, take care of them, take them to school and I would work. And I get the kids home, take care of the kids, put them to bed and then I would work. And it was a tough time. I was not happy. And I was working from home, fortunately. But so what I, I used, I used to hate running, but during this time when I was like, just kids and work and husbands on the other side of the world, I began to go for a brief jog during the day. Cause I was like, this is my gift to myself. 
I can go as slow as I want. I can stop whenever I want. And the birds are cheering me on and the sunshine, like there's no ceiling over my head. It is just, I guess, and I listen to like the cheesiest, you know, young adult fiction fantasy books in, in my ears. And it's like, this is my, my break, my release. And so treat exercise as a gift to yourself because that's what it is. It's a gift to yourself. I, I could not agree more. And I am going to interfere here because I want to share something that is so important. And I work out each day to see what I'm capable of. Yeah. Because if I can push myself with nobody there to see what I'm capable of, it doesn't matter what anybody else throws at me. I just did the hardest thing that day. Mm-hmm. And, and you're right. So running is one thing. And I loved, I mean, we're in two different countries. <laughs> so um, weather in spring in Southwestern Ontario is a lot different than weather in Florida in spring. It's simple as that. Like we're dealing with temperamental mother nature still. Um, so <laughs> she's having hot flashes too. Well, the other end. <laughs> so, I mean, I signed up for a 5k in, and again, by the time this gets released, I would have done both my five and my 10, um, or close to my 10. I, I don't have the exact dates. Like I do know when I'm running, but I don't know when, when it all falls into place yet and without calendaring it out. Um, but here, here's the thing. I've been out of commission for four years and the followers that have been listening to this would know my story by now. And I am re-engaging back into the running space. So that means cross training for me. Cause I, I know that's what's good for me and especially the pressure off my ankles, but it doesn't matter if it's a run and you've got obstacles or if it's getting on the bike. And like today was, um, I was excited. There were obstacles. There were challenges. And I talked about this on today's live. And if you want to follow up and go get this, because I'm not sure if I'll link this in the show notes. If I remember, I'll try to make a note. But it is the day we're casting this or recording this is April 6th. So I will um, I will um, link my YouTube from April 6th to this episode. And I talk about all of the things that got in my way this morning on my internal bike ride in the basement from it not chromecasting to my phone falling to one thing to the other and it didn't stop me and and that's the empowerment I personally feel it didn't stop me from doing what I intended to do and when this is your goal when this is your choice of choose your own adventure and that's what your exercise should be choose your own adventure put me outside wherever I can but if I can't or if it's not safe and I'm doing something inside, it's still a choose your own adventure, but it's pushing yourself despite the obstacles. But today's was awesome. It was like, I'm glad I did it. It was weights and interval training on the spin through in a spin class on the bike. Wow. And awesome. But it was hard. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, it was like, okay, like my heart rate was at 177 for 30 minutes. That's mm-hmm. and you're you're gonna hear back and forth things about. Well, you know, cardio only burns calories. It doesn't build muscle. Muscle muscle builds calorie or burns calories and fat a lot quicker. And and there's so much truth to that. And for those that don't know, I am a certified personal trainer as well as a certified um, healthy eating and weight loss coach and an NLP life coach. And so a lot of what we're talking about is so similar, but yet it's it's adding the cherry on the top. It doesn't matter what you do for movement. It's that you do. And that's the whole point is find your passion, stick with it, find something you like, mix it up, be a seasonal exerciser. Who cares if you're hiking? 
<laughs> like who cares if you're taking your grandson for a walk? It, it doesn't matter what it looks like. It's that you do. And when you push yourself, like there is no better feeling than coming back after a run and being like, throw it at me world. Cause I just did the most amazing thing. I gave myself a gift. Right. Yeah. 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 And your gift to yourself can be, I walked to the mailbox today. I did something. Your gift to yourself could be yoga. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Story time. Uh-huh. Story time. Okay, so Hudson's three. He's my grandson. And he had to sleep over two nights, three nights ago. And I was just saying how I missed him because it's been a couple weeks that I've seen him. And he lives five minutes away. It was just the way life fell. And um, to be honest, guys, he's the only one that can match my energy. I need a three-year-old to to keep up with me. Okay. So <laughs> it takes the both of us together for quite a while before one of us gets tired. Um, so he had a sleepover and when he woke up, I was, so I tried to tuck him into my daughter's bed cause she wasn't here and he wasn't having it. He untucked himself and put himself in my husband's spot in our bed where he normally sleeps when he's here. So that meant Tony slept on in Nathan's room, the one that's in New Jersey for the night. Okay. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm not going to be able to spin now because I don't want to wake up Tony. I can't go for a walk or a run because Hudson's still sleeping. So I'll do yoga. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I get myself on the mat. I do my Facebook live and I was talking about setting the intentions and because I do these lives every day and and I have for years. And, and, um, so this is Tuesday morning. I'm on the mat. I'm actually on the pillows doing the meditation part before the yoga Hudson wakes up. So I pause, go get him come back and he's almost three he'll again he'll be three at the time this is live and and um he sat on he grabbed a pillow and sat on a pillow and then like he's just waking up can you imagine stumbling right to the to the living room and like you want to drink no let me change your diaper no okay he just wants to be with grandma and so he sits on he finds the pillow he sits on a pillow and he look he looks over at me I'm like do you want one of my mats and he said yeah so I gave him one of my yoga mats because he will impromptly pull them out and fly and do his yoga or whatever it looks like. And um, then we started going through my yoga and he stopped and cried. And we're like two minutes in and a total fit. And I'm like, okay, what's going on at this point? My husband's coming upstairs. He's waking up. No big deal. So we're both kind of witnessing this together. And then I don't know if it was Tony or me or myself at all. 20 or myself, whatever the grammar is on that. <laughs> and uh, somehow, because Hudson isn't 100% with his communication yet, right? And yeah. so he's trying to explain what it is that he's trying to want. He wanted his yoga. So somehow we asked, do you want your yoga? Like, do you want kids? Yes. And so we ended up putting on some zoo type yoga. And that was our yoga for the morning. But the laughter, the fun, was beyond amazing the joy and yeah we still moved and when we did Savesa he laid there still listening to the story that she was talking about and and it was all about animals and then they're cut their babies of those animals so then we were doing cobra which was like a snake and we were doing like lion um, a a squat like down on a squat with your butt down and then go and he was so excited and we would we were being a cow for cat and cow and we were doing all of these different things and crocodiles and he was just so engaged and there was no better way to start a Tuesday morning than that kind of yoga I'm just saying and that works yep that works as movement so let yourself go wherever life takes you to do something 
Well, and it goes back to Sonia, what you were saying earlier in terms of like the vibration of like when you allow movement to be a gift, to be a joy, it just elevates your entire vibration. And it's not about how many calories you burned. No. It's about how you feel. Yeah. Do you think I cared how many calories I burnt that morning when that memory is still vivid four days later? Yeah. Right? Like you feel like you're probably there watching this little one and I and, and you couldn't even capture it. It was so amazing. Like he was in so much joy and squealing with delight and going through the motions. And okay, enough. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is what passion is. And there's nothing wrong with passion. And this is what happens, my friends. This is what happens when you treat your body right. It thanks you. It thanks you by elevating your vibration. It thanks you by eliminating imposter syndrome. It thanks you by enabling you to show up as the best version of yourself and you don't practice you don't rehearse you're just presently in the moment and this does not happen overnight this is where all the whole conversation that we tapped on earlier about mindset you know the majority of the show has been about mindset not about weight loss so speaking of mindset you have talked and shared so much with us about mindset throughout the show how you talk to yourself not being judgmental about what food's on your plate and getting curious. So let's skip that part since we've technically spent most of the show going over it and we tapped on it so much. Let's talk specifically about your relationship with money. And I want to expand on this. And this is more so for our newer audience as well. As when I say your relationship with money, I like to say AKA stress because money in most cases is why we emotionally eat. Money in most cases is why we fight with people. Money in most cases is the struggle that we have because we are filling voids with things that we spend money on. So what is your relationship with money at? Where is your relationship with money at these days, Rosie? Thank you. Yeah, it's an interesting question. And it's a, a multi-layered one. I think, so there's um, a podcaster I follow, her name is Kathy Heller, and she talks a lot about energy and vibe, you know, um, the way we're vibrating and so forth. And she talks about, she's like, it's not, it's not the law of attraction. Like we, we like to think about that, but actually we don't attract what we want. We attract what we are. So it's the law of receiving. And so the way she talks about money that really resonates with me is that, you know, we're, and you can replace the word money for all kinds of things, you know, and a lot, particularly as women, a lot of times we have a hard time receiving. Maybe it's, we have a hard time receiving money. We have a hard time receiving help. We have right. a hard time receiving compliments and we're like, I'm going to do it all. I'm going to do all the things. And then I'm just so tired and exhausted at the end of the day. And like we are, but that's because we're not receiving grace. We're not receiving rest. We're not receiving our own self-compassion. And so, yes, we could talk about it in terms of money and dollars, like as a life coach and so forth, like, am I willing to receive payment for this, for the, the gift that I give and also that the client receives, but it's, it's a metaphor for everything. And I think that in weight loss, so many of my clients, like a big hurdle is I just have a hard time letting myself, like give myself permission to take care of myself. And I'm like, okay, think about when it's Christmas morning and you're giving your child a gift 
And you're, as a parent, you're so excited to see your kid open up the present and they're like unwrapping. You're like, oh my God, it's really great. And they unwrap and they're like, oh, oh my God, yeah, thanks. Um, this wasn't what I wanted. Like what a downer. And what if every day, like receiving the gift of your, your body, the gift of food, the gift of rest, the gift of your own self-compassion is supposed to feel as good as it does when you watch your kid open up the present. You're like, oh my God, I love it. What if God is giving us a present every day and we're like shunning it because we're like, well, I don't deserve it or I need to take care of somebody else. No, receiving is supposed to feel good. It is. Yeah. And we could elaborate on that on so many levels, but I like the fact that you took that question about what is your relationship with money and helped our audience define or identify that it's not necessarily the dollars and cents of it all. It's what it means and what you're using that money to fulfill your life with and why you're filling that void up and what it is that you're truly seeking. And like you said, the gift of receiving. We're seeking something in return when we do that. Something. And, and a simple start to that could be as simple as accepting when your friend offers you. So if you want to practice this habit, when your friend offers to buy you a coffee, a tea, a drink, whatever, a meal, just say thank you. That is the easiest way to begin. Somebody opens the door for you, say thank you. You don't have to say, no, 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 I got it. As soon as you do that, you are blocking yourself from receiving. You are telling the universe, you're telling yourself, the universe, anybody in your vibrational bubble or coming near it, that you got it. You don't need anything from them. So you're not going to attract anything from them. So you're not going to get anything from them because you don't need it because you just refused one gift. Why would you get any other gifts? I love it. I love how you connected the two. Lizzie, is there anything else that you would like to share with everybody today? Yes. Thank you for that question. Um, so I, love talking about weight loss, obviously. And I love talking about, um, mindset and so forth. And yet to me, weight loss is just a vehicle to help women in particular, but really anyone, like every single one of us was made for a reason. You know, God does not make mistakes. You are here for a reason. And so many of us are saying, well, no one would listen to me, or I, I don't even know what my gifts are or, or who am I to fill in the blank. And I say, why wait? You have a very special, very unique gift that's meant to be shared. And every minute that you don't shine your light is a minute that you are depriving the world of why you're here. And so you don't have to wait until you lose weight to participate in your life. Shine your light right now because we need you. You are a miracle. A hundred percent. And you were provided this amazing gift every day. And, and I'm going to God geek out here. And a lot of people don't know I do this because I, I do talk about spirituality. And lately I've been very open about God in my life. Um, I did this um, episode called let's get spiritual, spiritual. Oh, <laughs> and and it wasn't it wasn't that far back but the thing is 
it's not like me. I don't normally talk about, I was raised where you don't talk about these things, right? You don't talk about politics or religion. And we're in the society now where it's a little bit more welcomed, but um, I don't talk about it that much because it's personal to me. It's part of my journey. It's part of my story, but it doesn't matter. You're going to have fill in your own blanks there. I believe that's certain, certainly very, very important to fill in your own blanks or whatever that looks like to you, but there should be that, that container, that space. But every single morning in the shower, and I learned this, I believe from Mel Robbins, I literally lift my arms up to get a little excitement going and, and the shower is coming down on me and I'm like, God, show me how great today is going to be. Or if I'm on a roll, I'm like, God, thank you for continuing to show me how great today is going to be. And thank you for another gift of life today. And I start my day off like that every time in the shower and I just get kind of excited because when you put your arms up over, you are bringing that flow through you and it just feels good and you're suddenly waking up. But you're showing gratitude and being grateful and thankful and appreciating where you're at. And that comes with a completely different storyline. But you've mentioned God and I wanted to share that little piece. Yeah, thank you for sharing that. I appreciate you um, being authentic in that way. Thank you. Yeah, it's just it's unique and it works for me. And just like everything we talked about today, why can't it be both? Why can't you be a powerful person, an entrepreneur on your weight loss journey, completely grateful for where you're at as you're going through that journey? Mm-hmm. On that note, guys, thank you so much for joining us. Tanya, yeah. this has been such a fun conversation. Thank you so much for the opportunity and the connection and um, just the vibration. It's been amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. And I look forward to um, sharing this with everybody, your audience, my audience, and seeing who we can inspire along the way, because um, it's just a small part of what we do. Yeah. Yeah. Bye, guys. Thanks so much. And we'll see you next week. Wow. It was such fun to talk with Sonia and share ideas. Sonia truly makes it her passion to help others and truly look at their lives to find the pieces they need to start to build their own picture of what it means to live their best life. She is just a fantastic coach. If you'd like to learn more about her, please check her out at www.freshapproachfitness.com or she has her her podcast called the I Am Podcast, a Fresh Approach Fitness podcast. So big, big thank you to Sonia for the opportunity to chat and to be a guest on her podcast. Thank you. So let's wrap this up. Remember, your thoughts directly impact your results. The words you use to fuel your journey will determine the destination and what that destination looks like. Toxic fuel leads to a desolate destination. When it comes to losing weight, the destination always looks the way the journey feels. If you're shaming and blaming yourself down the scale, then that's what it's going to feel like to try and stay there. Giving yourself credit for the tiniest of wins will help you keep going. Giving yourself self-compassion when you have a setback will help you keep going. Put on the lab coat of a scientist and look for the learning moments all along the way instead of wearing the judge's robe and giving yourself the verdict of not good enough. Now, it's normal for those negative thoughts to be there. It's just your brain trying to protect you. So today, like Sonia and I talked about, your confident body action step is name that voice in your head. The negative one, that is. (laughs) Mine is the 3 a.m. voice. Sonia's is negative Nelly. What's yours? 
Give a name to it. Make it a character like, like Phyllis from The Office or call it Karen. What, anything works. Next, turn towards that voice in your head and offer it an olive branch. It is working so hard to try and keep you safe. It's just trying to do its job. That voice is not your enemy, but it's not you either. Next time you notice a negative, anxious, doubting thought, and you can expect them because they're normal, they're going to come, just name the voice and say, thank you, Phyllis. Thank you, Karen. Thank you, 3AM voice. I was expecting you. I know you're just trying to help me, but I'm going to choose my thoughts today instead of adopting yours. Today, I choose to believe that I love myself enough to figure this out. Today, I choose to tell myself that I love myself even when I make mistakes or fall off the wagon. Today, I choose that I love myself enough to look for progress rather than perfection. I so hope that you have enjoyed this bonus episode. Thank you for listening. Thank you as always for listening. If this podcast is helping you at all, it would mean so much to me if you would write a review. It helps other people just like you find the show and hopefully feel a little less alone, like a little bit less like they're the problem. In fact, I want to say a super big thank you and shout out to Jetski26, very cool name, by the way, I like that, who said, this podcast is fantastic. Lizzie has such approachable and actionable ways to work on weight loss and my mental health. If you're tired of being frustrated by weight loss and diets, then you should listen to this podcast. I am loving the way she's helping me look beyond the things I've been too focused on, like what I'm eating or when I mess up, and get to the stuff that really needs my attention, like my mindset and my relationship with myself. And I'm losing weight and feeling great. Thank you, Lizzie. Well, Jetski26, thank you. I am so, so honored that you're listening to the show. And most importantly, I am so, so profoundly glad that it is helping you and that you're hopefully leaning into seeing yourself as the miracle that you already are. Before we go, just one more thing. Remember, love yourself because it all starts with a relationship with you. All right, that is what I've got for you today. I will see you next time. Thanks so much for listening today. If you're feeling like maybe you're ready to take what you're learning here on the podcast to the next level, then let's work together. Everyone has a unique story and unique challenges, and there is no one size fits all program that works for everyone. We can co-create the goals and accountability that work specifically for you so that you can feel free of all the mind chatter around your body and start feeling confident in your skin. And most importantly, stop waiting to participate in life until after you lose weight. Listen, you were created for a reason. God does not make mistakes. You have something special and unique that only you can bring to the world. If you'd like to explore what that might look like for you, please go to my website and schedule a free call at confidentbody.coach. <laughs> or if you're an introvert like me and you just like us to get to know each other a little bit, then send me an email at lizzie at confidentbody.coach. Remember, the world needs what only you can bring. So don't wait. We're counting on you. You are a miracle. So shine your light today. <laughs>